Hi guys, welcome to Reflections with Physica Flex. We're your co-hosts, Sydney and Soph, and this is brought to you by Dickinson College. We're here to facilitate discussions and interviews to help you establish and maintain healthy habits. Our goal is to share researched biomedical information to provide resources and scientific background on how lifestyle choices impact growth, development, and overall health. PhysicaFlex is a software program that allows users to document their physical, dietary, and social habits to promote awareness and information about the long-term benefits of adopting recommended practices to strengthen both quality of life and overall well-being. We would like to thank Martha Lester Harris, creator of PhysicaFlex and alumna of Dickinson College, for this opportunity and her dedication to healthy living. For the first episode of our podcast, we are pleased to introduce Martha Lester Harris, alumna of Dickinson College and founder of Physica Group, who is here to share with us today the planning and research that went into the development of Physica Flex, as well as how it could benefit colleges like Dickinson. Welcome, Martha. It's great to have you here today. It's wonderful to be with both of you, Sydney and Sophia. Thank you so much for putting together this awesome podcast series, Reflections. I'm honored to be with you. Of course. Yeah, we're so glad to, to have you here today and to talk about your research and the planning and your thought process behind Physica Flex. Terrific. Well, as you know, I found a Physica group uh, in 2010 with an emphasis on the brain science that shows how important physical activity is and proper nutrition and sleep to building neurological pathways, particularly when children are young. And the Zika group led into the development of the Zika Flex when we began to realize that physical activity, sleep, exercise, and nutrition are vital to keeping our brains healthy as people age. The Zika Flex grew out of an extensive analysis of the research around the correlation between physical activity and cognitive health. To, in order to keep our brains healthy as we age, it's very important that we continue to work on our fine and gross motor skills, as well as our mental acuity, as can come about through lifelong learning and continued stimulation of meeting new people and travel and so forth. So Physica Flex emphasizes ways that people can stay flexible as we age. Uh, I started the company, I was 55, I will uh, be 68 in a few weeks. I can tell you from personal experience, one of the things we first lose is our flexibility, our physical flexibility, our social flexibility, our emotional flexibility, how well we can handle new experiences. So Physica Flex is an intentional aid to support people as we age gracefully and over time to stay active, to stay physically in touch with their bodies, to make sure they're nourishing their brains and bodies every day, drinking adequate amounts of water and adequate amounts of sleep so that our brains can be refreshed and replenished every day. Right. I really love the emphasis that um, you place on intentionality behind these practices and in, in the creation of healthy habits as well. That's really what we're trying to achieve. I met with doctors and medical professionals as we were conceptualizing Physica Flex, and particularly those who work with older adults complained about adherence. You know, they can send patients home with medications and really have no idea 
Did they follow the protocol? Did they take the meds when they were supposed to? Did they do the exercises? Did they practice the therapeutic techniques and interventions that they were taught in the doctor's offices or the therapist's office? And the reality is they often didn't. And they would come back a month later to the next doctor's appointment, not even able to tell the doctor whether they had followed the protocol. So the term adherence became very important. It was very evident in our research as we did our focus groups that the daily health journal, which is the core um, application within Physiflex, is an opportunity for people to reflect on a daily basis how they've met those basic health practices and how they've advanced their own health by documenting the fact that they've eaten more leafy uh, greens, they've diversified their diet, they've drunk enough glasses of water to hydrate their bodies and brains, and they've gotten adequate sleep. Many of the challenges that older adults face, and these practices are set when we are younger, come from lack of proper maintenance of our physical, mental, and emotional systems that make our bodies work. Right. That's what we're trying to help people do. It's almost like a maintenance journal, if you will. So, But it's fun. It's intuitive. It encourages people to reflect the day after. So you wake up in the morning and you fill out your flex journal so that you can document how many hours of sleep, how many um, elements of food did you have from the mind diet, the Mediterranean neurodegenerative disease delay diet, whose categories we built into the daily health journal, things like nuts and leafy greens and poultry or um, dairy products that some people may not be able to eat. So Physicaflex enables them to say, I'm a pescatarian or I'm vegan. So they're not penalized by not filling out categories of the daily health journal that would require them to eat foods that they're either allergic to or have no preference in eating. So but the, the algorithm in the daily health journal involves a point system. In other words, when Physicaflex is used in a group fashion, which is really what it was designed to do, individuals garner points, as do teams, for how much of they, how many times they enter data into the daily health journal based on those categories of nutrition, exercise, sleep, hydration, and socialization. The more point, the more entries, the more points. And then they're rewarded by seeing positive trend data through the app itself, and if they're part of a group environment, say at Dickinson College, where they're part of a wellness uh, uh, challenge for workforce, for the workforce at Dickinson, they can earn prizes at the end of the challenge period because the wellness coordinator can quickly see, based on the point system, which individuals and which teams have adhered to the challenges the most by entering the data in the Daily Health Journal. So it's we like to talk about healthy competition, where people are competing not against each other. They're competing to do better, to live better, to do more, to um, empower them, if you will, to take better care of themselves. And we've created incentives in the way we've gamified the data to motivate people to uh, continue to improve on a daily basis. And as a result, over time, we're seeing a change in lifestyle habits. That's ultimately the goal of Physicaflex, that people's habits start to change while they document their daily health inputs, but then as they uh, um, acquire those daily habits in their actual lifestyle, they're able to maintain 
and achieve the healthy outcomes that come from longer daily adherence to positive health habits. Right. I think that that aspect of kind of the personalization and then um, the positive feedback as well is a really um, important strategy in, you know, your attempts and uh, your progress in developing this software. Um, Could you talk a little bit about some of the um, specific physical features that you're able to log with PhysicaFlex? Like what kinds of activities um, are current users logging and kind of what are the parameters that we're looking at there? Sure. Um, Well, PhysicaFlex in its current form is a web application. In other words, you can, once you have a username and password, you can log in to any internet-enabled device through our secure encrypted data um, data bank. And that's, that was intentional because we wanted to appeal to a wide variety of users, some of whom may or may not have a smartphone, may or may not have um, a computer, but they could log in to even a public computer if they wanted to. So we wanted to make it browser-based. We're looking in the future at developing a native app so it could have more functionality and more capability. But in its current form, once you have a username and password, you log in to the Daily Health Journal. There are 13 indices within the Daily Health Journal that enable you to track how many minutes of exercise did you do, what type of exercise, was it cardiovascular strength, balance, or flexibility, what was the intensity of the exercise? And one way to measure intensity is we teach people how to ma- um, self-monitor their heart rate. If their heart rate goes up during the time that they're exercising, then that's an indication of a more intense level of exercise. Optimally, people should work out at least 10 minutes within that higher elevated heart rate or so-called target heart rate time period in order to optimize their exercise. So that's all explained in the exercise portion of the Daily Health Journal. Then in the nutrition portion, people can fill out by just checking off the different categories of the mind diet that they consumed that day. Um, Fish, the recommendation is once a week. So let's say it's um, a Tuesday. Maybe they had fish on Tuesday. Then they just, all they have to do is check that box. We don't measure portions. We don't measure calories. We're just trying to document that people filled in the categories of what the MIND diet says is a healthy diet. Um, You'll note on the Daily Health Journal, there's not a category for red meat. Red meat is not included in the MIND diet. So we're not penalizing people if they eat red meat, but they're not getting a point for it either. There's other forms of protein, like nuts are encouraged. uh, lentils and beans that have a lot of protein. It's really important for particularly people that prefer a vegetarian or a vegan diet. So these are the categories within the MIND diet that people can check off. The Daily Health Journal menu is organized on a weekly basis. So people can log in what they have on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, and under each category it says what the ideal number of um, services per week. So we wanted to simplify the way that the data could be collected by just checking off. And the web site is formed in such a way, it's written in such a way that it looks good on the big screen. Let's say you're on a computer, 
Kepler can look good on your small uh, smartphone screen as well. So it's mobile responsive, it adjusts to the size of the screen of the device you're using. Once they complete the nutrition component, then they document how many, how many glasses of water did they consume. The rule of thumb is 64 ounces or eight glasses of water a day. So they can check off, you know, one, two, three, four, five. It's a numbered system. They can go up or down um, to make it very easy for them to enter the actual number of glasses. And then similarly with hours of sleep, they can document the number of minutes of hours of sleep in 30 minute increments up and down. And then finally, the final comment, um, final field of data in the Daily Health Journal is a comment period. So it's, a, it's an open-ended text box. So people can say, I tried a new exercise today. I tried a new vegetable. I, I met a friend and, and had a great time. Or I meditated. Whatever it is that they want to record in their Daily Health Journal so they can remember how um, over time, maybe something new that they tried or a positive emotion that they experienced or a new connection that they made. So different wellness coordinators have used that particular comment field to say, okay, here's where I want you to achieve 15 minutes of meditation a day. So use that comment field during the week that we're focusing on meditation to document that you spent 15 minutes of meditation. So that all gets aggregated to the individual, can also be aggregated at the team level. Uh, when Dickinson, for example, has used Physicoflex these last three years, Jeanette Diamond, the wellness coordinator, has invited all the employees of Dickinson to participate, and they opt in based on their desire to participate. There's no cost for them to participate. And she does a spring into fitness challenge and a fall into a fitness challenge in the two different seasons of the academic year. And typically each week, she has a different competition that emphasizes the kind of data that's captured in the Daily Health Journal. You know, maybe it's a, a walking challenge one week, and there was a period of time when I think just about uh, half the participants walked met that 10,000 step per day goal as documented in Physicoflex. Um, so that was really helpful. Those folks who did that, the teams that met that goal, got awarded prizes at the end of the challenge period. So again, it's, it takes about two minutes at most to check in the boxes, to fill in the boxes in the Daily Health Journal. And again, that was part of our intentional design. We used a protocol called human-centered design to create a user interface so that it's very easy to remember, it's very easy and not time consuming to complete, and it's very simple to see the aggregated data results over time. Once a week, those daily entries are tabulated, midnight on Monday, so that comparisons can then be calculated of how each individual and each team who's participating did vis-a-vis -vis each other over the period, period of time, previous period of time. So, so think of a running clock, if you will, it's kind of behind the scenes of Physicoflex that it's a week-to-week and day-to-day -day way to capture data and to then also evaluate how you're doing week-to-week -week because of that week-end week tabulation of data. Right. So um, you talked about a couple different populations of people using Physicoflex. So can you just kind of talk a little bit about like 
the what populations you're looking to serve primarily and how that has potentially changed over time from when you first started Physicaflex to where you're looking for it to go in the future? Very good question. Thank you. Um, the original concept of Physicaflex was based on research that looks at how to reduce the risks of contracting dementia or Alzheimer's as we age. That research shows the direct correlation between physical activity, nutrition, hydration, and exercise to keeping our cognitive health, preserving cognitive health as long as possible. So that's had a lot of influence in terms of how we shape the program. As we've been marketing and licensing Physicaflex, however, particularly during COVID, we realized we had created a remote engagement platform for worker wellness. One of the phenomenon growing out of the global pandemic that we've all experienced the last couple of years is a better appreciation of the ability to work remotely and to work from home to achieve better home life balance. When Jeanette Diamond first approached me during the height of the pandemic, she said, Martha, I don't have a way to run my wellness challenges. The, the campus is all, all, you know, no one can come because of the concerns over public health and safety. All the learning has moved online. People are not going to physically be coming onto campus to go to the gym. What can I do? So she and I began to talk about how she could use Physicaflex to run her seasonal wellness challenges. And it became very evident as people logged in and started using it and how much they enjoyed using it from home, doing exercises at home, logging their data. They were not only taking better care of themselves while working through this stressful time of a global pandemic, they were staying in touch with their fellow employees because they were working out in these virtual teams that have been created within the Dickinson community on Physicaflex. So a light bulb began to dawn in my head that said, you know, there's a lot of people working remotely now, and they don't really have a way to engage employees in collective and individual wellness that's based on best practices and scientific um, evidence of how people can stay healthy without necessarily an expensive gym membership or having a personal trainer. The simple steps that people can do every day to take better care of themselves. So we have been continuing to advocate the use of Physicaflex in a workforce environment, whether it's an in-person workforce or in a hybrid uh, workforce like many um, of our current offices are now, even that high-tech firms have pretty much established themselves as enabling hybrid work that seems to fit our global economy when our lives are as much online as they are in person. So that's what we're interested in expanding into now. And again, the Dickinson case study that's available on our website, physicaflex.com, documents the benefits, not just the physical benefits that people received as a result of taking better care of themselves, but the emotional benefits of feeling that they're not disconnected while working remotely. They're more connected and more engaged with their colleagues in a collective effort to stay healthy. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for that, Martha. I really enjoy how we're kind of getting more into the social aspect of um, using Physicaflex now. Um, I was just wondering, now that we have brought up the um, COVID-19 pandemic, I was just wondering if that 
um, if you could just elaborate on, you know, how that social, um, you know, that part of uh, Fazika that places such a high um, appreciation on being socially connected, you know, how did that the trajectory of those parts change over COVID? And what, how important was the social aspect to you when you started developing this? And kind of what have we now set in place as the standard at Physica Flex to then kind of elaborate on that more in the future? Okay, let me take those one at a time. Um, we launched our first license holder uh, of Physica Flex in October of 2019, a, a large uh, diversified network of retirement communities called United Church Homes. They're based in Ohio, and they thought they would pilot Physica Flex in the Dayton area where they have three retirement communities. So this will be great. We can really have a good case study coming out of this. There'll be a good test case. And the um, wellness coordinator who was asked to coordinate was super enthusiastic. Um, unfortunately, the three homes that they selected at that time did not provide internet access to the residents. And the wellness coordinator ended up getting sick and was out of commission for six months. And then COVID happened. March of 2020, the world changed forever. So the idea of having like physical exercise classes in person, which this uh, recreational therapist could have led, and then people could document their minutes of intense exercises and result on their Physicaflex accounts. That all didn't happen. The exercise classes were abandoned. The internet access was not provided. So nothing came out of that initial opportunity. So that forced an immediate recalibration. Say one of the requirements is that people would have access to the internet and be familiar with how to navigate the internet, how to open a browser, how to save a password, etc. So we had to be more selective in terms of the types of communities that would license the program. The socialization really grew out of the fact that when we started working in school districts, Boyertown High School, which is a large public high school in Reading, not too far from Lancaster where we're based, really love the idea of Physica Flex. And they too have a very active uh, wellness coordinator who licensed Physica Flex and put her fitness challenges through Physica Flex. So people use Physica Flex to document their daily nutrition, their hydration, their minutes of exercise, their hours of sleep and so forth. And then she awarded prizes. Did a beautiful job of, of using Physica Flex. But she's the one who said, what about meditation? What about socialization? How do we encourage more engagement? Because while she had, you know, a couple of hundred teachers and other staff people using it, they work in different buildings, they don't talk to each other, they don't see each other. So the platform became a way that they could talk to, each, not to each other, but they could at least share information that would make them feel better connected with each other. So one of the many items we've identified as a product enhancement Physica Flex would be a use of Physica Flex as an employee engagement platform that can work side by side with whatever the employee engagement platform is. At Dickinson, they use Microsoft Teams. So what Jeanette was able to do 
to get her messaging out to the Physikaflex participants, she used Teams, since everybody has a Teams account, that's how they get information from the college and share information within the college. Physikaflex doesn't have a direct connection to Teams, but she put the messaging for the use of Physikaflex into Teams so that all the people who were needed it could be notified. So integrating with whatever messaging system a license holder has, like whether it's Microsoft Teams, whether it's Google, whatever that might be, is an important component of what we're building into the next generation of Physikaflex. But I think beyond that, the isolation, and this, this came out of the Surgeon General's most recent study, May of this year, isolation and loneliness are now the number one public health disease. Think about that. Wow. Isolation and loneliness. Not cancer, not heart disease, right? Not mental illness could be symptoms of this underlying causal effect of socially uh, of lack of socialization, isolation and loneliness. So I'm really taking that to heart. As you know, um, Sophia and Sydney, during COVID, something else happened, which is transformative in my life. I completed my seminary degree and earned a Master's of Divinity uh, in May of 2021 and was ordained to the Episcopal Priesthood in December of 2022. And I'm currently running two small parishes here in Lancaster County as priest in charge. I'm giving lots of thought as founder of Physicaflex to how do we fully incorporate the seven domains of well-being, which is what um, the Wellness Council of America, the gold standard of corporate wellness programs, has identified. Like, to truly live into a state of well-being, you need to not only focus on your physical, mental, and emotional health, but also your intellectual, environmental, occupational, and spiritual. Those are the seven domains. So as we begin to work together, uh, you, and, you and I, through your internship, I'm hoping we can build some curated messages that could be fed out to Physicaflex users on a daily basis. When they log into their daily health journal, if it's Monday, they get a you know, motivational prompt because they're starting a new week of their, their daily health journal. On Sunday, it might be the spiritual messages sort of an obvious correlation of dates, right, and times of, of the week, but something like that that reinforces the holistic nature of what it takes to fully optimize one's sense of well-being. We are dynamic living creatures whose needs change over time. The more that we can address the seven domains of well-being, the more we can stay balanced and, frankly, stay resilient to deal with the oftentimes catalytic or cathartic or crisis of our current existence, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's a flood, whether it's hurricanes, whether it's fire or devastation or just air pollution, right? There's a lot of challenges that we're facing as individuals living in today's highly complex, digitized, and environmentally degrading um, time frame. So we want to to help our Physicaflex users see that the daily health journal and its daily reminders of healthy living can actually reinforce behaviors that are truly life-giving.
Right. Thank you. That was a great um, answer to that question. Um, you even hit on the final question that we had for you, which was how would Physica Flex um, suggest or combi- compile um, relevant research um, and, you know, as you had mentioned, um, even little quotes or phrases or just right. those little tidbits of um, positivity and motivation, but that was that was very helpful. Thank you so much for your, um, for shedding a little bit of insight our way. Sure, sure. Well, the last time I was fortunate to have interns serving with me on Physicaflex and Dickinson, uh, one of them, Michael Murphy, compiled a research compendium, which I will share with the two of you. It was it's dated as of 2020, but we scanned all the scholarly uh, literature around the core um, health topics that we capture and document through Physicaflex to really identify what the best practices are how people can stay healthy and continue to work toward that optimal state of well-being. And through that, it's about a five-page compendium of um, curated uh, scholarly peer-reviewed research. We can identify and pull quotes and data points and, and research, and then maybe even lay in a couple of spiritual quotes there, too, that come from people who have definitely um, served as examples of how taking better care of yourself can lead to a better health and a better mental state where you're able to be resilient, adapted to change, and generous in spirit so you can help others. Yeah, I I really love the emphasis on like the holistic health and like mental and spiritual and just like incorporating everything. I feel like it's not talked about enough. I agree. So that's that's what I've been praying for, quite honestly, that um, somehow God would guide me into how to take this asset that we fill, Physicaflex, and really enable it to help people who are struggling now. It's a very difficult time. You guys are coming of age. You're going to be known as the COVID generation, right? Right. Hopefully your graduation will be in person. Mine was from seminary, but I completed seminary virtually. After March of 2020, I never went back to campus. All of my classes were purely online. So... It's a different way to be formed, but I think a virtual platform like Physicaflex, properly tuned and curated, can really be helpful to people and reach them in ways that perhaps an in-person session can't. Absolutely. Yeah. So it'll be exciting to work with you, and you're going to learn so much as you interview uh, the different people that you've identified and you plan to interview, both from the Dickinson community and outside the Dickinson community. And that's really important learning. It's, it's important learning for your own internship, but we also hope it will be important learning for anyone who has the good fortune to listen to your podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're definitely looking forward to getting a lot of good, um, helpful information out. So thank you so much for contributing to that um, information that we are providing. Absolutely. Well, I think you set the stage well. You thought thought it through, and like I said, I'm just honored to be your first interviewee. Yep, we're so honored to have you. Yeah, thank you so much. I do think that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we we will be in touch, I'm sure. Absolutely, yep. We definitely will. Thank you so much for uh, being on our first episode. You're very welcome, and good luck to you, and good luck to the we wish you all the best with reflections. 
Thank you so much, Martha, and thanks to everyone tuning in for our first episode of Reflections. Make sure to take care of yourself and tune in for our next episode coming soon. Thank you.